Chapter 1 Aftermath Can you tell me what happened, Miss Houston, is it? The officer said, stealing a glance at her Liberty Trust bank name tag. I can try, but I'm afraid you're not going to believe me. It's all right, he said reassuringly. I'm not here to judge. I'm just here to write down your statement. If anyone's going to give you a hard time, it's going to be the detectives. They don't call them dicks for nothing. (laughs) Just tell me exactly what happened as best as you can remember. Quinn and I were about to get lunch. We were slammed this afternoon and things were finally starting to die down. What time was this? It was two o'clock on the dot. I remember looking at my watch just before peering into the drive through teller area. I asked her if she was ready to go and she said, Yeah, just let me finish with this joker first. There was a car waiting in the drive through teller line and the driver was wearing one of those have-a-nice-day masks and was waving at Quinn all goofy. I didn't think it was weird at first because it's Halloween and all, but I didn't really have too long to think about it because literally two seconds later the bomb went off. And you're certain it was a bomb? It was a really loud bang. The room started to fill with smoke. Quinn was slumped over at her desk and I thought she might be dead. Oh, and the fire alarm. Jesus, was it loud. Then what happened? Everybody freaked out. I started to rush in to check on Quinn, but Mr. Edwards, he's the branch manager, grabbed me by the arm and told me to get everyone outside. I yelled down the hallway to the back offices and told everyone to get out. I grabbed Julie's sleeve and we ran to the security door that separates the front of the bank from the back. I couldn't find the right key at first, and everybody was starting to pile up behind us before I finally got it unlocked and open. We all kind of burst through the security door into the lobby, and that was when I first saw him. Saw who? The fireman. You mean a fireman just happened to be waiting in the lobby? Or was there a fireman already on the scene? There was a fireman in full gear. Khaki trench coat, rubber boots, pants with neon green stripes, oxygen mask, the works. Just coming through the front door. How did he get here so quickly? I don't know. And it didn't seem odd to me that he was here. Not at the time. I was just so glad to see him. I remember feeling safe, in a strange sort of way. But then he started yelling at us, Get down, you're on fire. We all just dropped to the floor and he started spraying us with a fire extinguisher. The room started to get cloudy and that's really the last thing I remember. You don't remember what happened next. The next thing I knew, that gentleman, she pointed to a rather excited man talking to a policeman on the opposite side of the room, was shaking me by the shoulder asking if I was all right. I looked around and we were all on the floor. I guess he walked in and just found us all like that. All of us. Everyone was starting to get up and rub their eyes and stuff. Nothing seemed out of place. The alarm had stopped and everything was quiet. It was as if I'd imagined the whole thing. Then I remembered Quinn, so I got up and ran to the security door. I started to reach for my keys, but it was open just a crack. I ran all the way back to Quinn's desk. She was still there, slumped over and not moving. When I went to brush her hair away from her face, I was prepared to see a bloody mess, but she was completely fine. She woke up suddenly and asked where she was. The next thing I knew, Mr. Edwards was beside us, checking the cash drawers. He asked us if we were okay and then immediately dialed 911. So that's when you discovered that the cash was missing. Exactly. The cash drawers were all completely empty, except for the squibs. Squibs? We call them squibs. I don't know if that's really the name for them. In the event that someone robs us at gunpoint, we're trained to put a special stack of money into the bag. She pointed to a bundle of twenties lying on the desk by the empty drawer. 
Once they get a certain distance from the bank, the squibs explode with blue dye, virtually ruining the entire bag of money and covering the robber with dye in the process. Don't you cops know about squibs? The officer looked at his watch. And you say that this all took place about 45 minutes ago? Well, let's see. It's 2.45 now, and we were about to go to lunch at 2. So yeah, it would have been 45 minutes ago. The officer removed his glasses and pinched the bridge of his nose. The story didn't make any sense at all. He was starting to feel like this was some sort of con orchestrated by the bank employees. See? Told you you wouldn't believe me. Listen, I'm trying here, the officer said as he set down his pad and pen. And you say that you clearly heard a fire alarm? Yes, it was crazy loud. Miss Houston, I can see that you're shaken up, but please try to understand how all this sounds to me. Banks have very advanced fire alarm systems these days. Had it been tripped, the fire department would be here right now. He looked around the room, dramatically sweeping his head from side to side to indicate that no one was present. Oh, but that's right, there was a fireman here earlier. What was it, putting out the flames on your back? She leapt to her feet. Are you saying I made this all up? That we made this all up? Listen, I'm very sorry I've upset you. I'm sure we'll get to the bottom of this very quickly. The detectives are on their way, and once we have the chance to look at the security footage, I'm sure we'll be able to piece this all... The officer was interrupted by the squawk of a radio. All available units in the area, please report to the Liberty Trust Bank on Highway 70 in Hicks for a possible 459. She blurted, What's a 459? The officer held up a finger, asking for a moment of silence. It's a burglary. He gripped the black walkie-talkie speaker on his shoulder and said, Dispatch, this is Spivey. Units are on the scene here at Liberty. The situation appears to be under control. Let me clarify, officer. Liberty Trust Bank on Highway 70 and Hicks. The officer looked confused for a moment. We're at the Liberty Trust on Highway 70 and Sawyer Brown, not Hicks. That branch is a few blocks away, Miss Houston said. The silence that momentarily filled the room was broken again by the sound of the walkie-talkie. The voice sounded different this time, as if it were a different dispatcher speaking. I need all available units in the vicinity of Old Hickory and Bell Forest to report to First Nashville Bank for possible 459 and any available units in the vicinity of Old Harding Pike to report to Liberty Trust Bank for another possible 459. Repeat, there are two additional 459s currently in progress. All units respond. Their eyes met. What the fuck? Was that three bank robberies besides this one? The walkie-talkie squawked twice more with the same plea. Two more banks. Two more 459s. It would be hours before all the reports came in, and days before authorities figured out what had happened. Six banks within a three-mile radius, stripped clean of their cash, all within the course of an hour, without a single trace of evidence left behind.